You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the new local app with hundreds of options in local news, health, and of course of the DMV region. Download the podcast DC app to hear all the Empire shows as well as the other great content. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, a quick wrap up of the first day of minicamp. Just me and you folks as I try to give you a sense of what happened during practice and who looks good or not so good. I will have another one of these up for Wednesday and Thursday, though the latter will have another interview on there as well. It's something I might be doing during training camp. That's the parts that are open to the media where we get a good feel for what happened. Just some quick updates so you can feel like you are at camp. We'll see how that goes. If you haven't listened to my interview with Joel Corey, the cap expert, go back and give it a shot. He was good on what kind of money can be expected in deals for John Allen, Logan Thomas, Tim Settle, and yeah, Brandon Sheriff. The audio was a little scratchy in his end. Thanks, Zoom. So I apologize for that, but the information is solid. Okay, let's get to it. Best Chase Young showed up today. It's the mandatory portion of the offseason, and there was never any question about whether he would be here or not. Not making it a big deal, just discussing it because, to be honest, it's June 8th and what else is new and what's going on. Young told us that this offseason he had some video shoots. Um, I think there were three of them, or two of them, including then he did the Family Feud episode. My understanding is that those happened before OTAs. Not 100% positive on that. I do think his absence was more about feeling comfortable in what he was doing, working out elsewhere, and he stayed in contact with his coaches, including the strength and conditioning coaches. When he was at those video shoots, he'd work out before for a couple hours and then after them for a couple hours. Anyway, Young remains a team leader and he did work out with some of his teammates during the offseason. He would be in the and he was at the facility during phase one and two of the OTA sessions. He did do things with teammates outside of here. So it's not as if he ghosted the franchise and is just showing up for the first time talking to guys. This that wasn't really the case, just the first time in a couple weeks. And anyway, he looked like Chase Young. Great shape, quick off the ball, created some ins- some havoc on an inside rush in an 11-11 drill, splitting between the tackle and the guard. Saw him interacting with teammates the same way he did last year when on the sidelines. The one thing with Young, he's becoming a national guy and his star will rise. With that comes those outside opportunities, and the trick for him will always be to continuing to balance that aspect of his life with his football life. With quarterbacks, so much more goes into it, so it's a little bit trickier to navigate. For defensive end, a lot of it is taking care of his body and keeping up to speed on what they're installing. Young is doing that. Again, it's not something to worry about. If he doesn't play this well this season, okay, I think he'll play well. And one thing, you talk, we talk about the leadership, and he said that even with Jamin Davis one time, he kind of got, I don't say he got on him, but he, they were going off the field, and he kind of implored him to run off the field, to sprint off the field after drill because he said you never know. They, you know, you want to practice that way. And he's and his point too was 
I can't be walking off the field if I'm going to ask other people to run off the field. So he runs off the field as well. But it's more getting in the habit and the mindset because in a game, what if you have to sprint off the field for a substitution or something like that? Get in the habit. And that's what he does. Um, one thing Young also said is he worked a lot on his feet, worked out in toe shoes, ran in toe shoes, seemed to want to strengthen his feet to prevent the ankle issues he said he's had during his playing days. Again, not someone I worry about. And the other thing I asked him about his rookie year, and I talked about this last fall, but he talked about it again, how he had hurt his hip before the season opener. And it kind of lingered into the during for almost half the season. I think it was, I can't remember which game it was, um, maybe the Cincinnati game where he finally started to feel better and he finished strong. So something he can build on. I like watching guys like receivers Terry McLaurin and Adam Humphreys run their routes, the way they sink their hips and come out of their break. Especially McLaurin can come out of there fast and explain some of their success. McLaurin takes such good angles on his routes that he prevents tight coverage from always beating him and keeps himself in good position to make catches. Saw that again today when William Jackson III had great coverage on a quick slant to McLaurin, but the way he ran the route left him still able to be in position for a catch. Now, the ball was incomplete, but Jackson was holding on the play, preventing the grab. A penalty would have definitely been called. You can also tell that McLaurin and Ryan Fitzpatrick have a good rapport. He trusts McLaurin where that he will be where he needs to be and when. I think that is becoming obvious. I'll be curious to see how Antonio Gibson looks when the games come, especially even the preseason games. But he certainly looks more confident and just more assured, more sure of himself with what he's doing out there. You could see that as the season went on last year, mainly in how patient he was and how he set guys up. Patience, to me, at that position stems from confidence, especially a guy making that transition. Running backs coach Randy Jordan discussed this in a Zoom call on Tuesday, excuse me, on Monday, today is Tuesday, how he saw Gibson run one play in practice where he pressed the hole and set up a defender to then continue going outside. It was his patience and vision that allowed that to happen. He said in the past, Gibson would have just cut, would have planted and cut inside and, it, and he wouldn't have pressed the hole the right way. And that would have been stopped. That play would have been stopped for no gain. Instead, on this play, it would have gone for five yards. That's a big difference. If it's a first down run, second and five versus second and 10 or second and nine, kind of a big difference. So that's where Gibson is at. And that's where I think toward the end of the year, one of the things they are most pleased with weren't so much the big runs, it was the consistent three and four yard runs, which told them that he was understanding where he needed to go. And again, I think you see a more confident Gibson in camp. Also saw him run a slant route from when he was out aligned wide. That's the kind of route I thought he would get to eventually. Not always an easy one for a running back, but he and J.D. McKissick can run it in part because they're both former receivers. They do want to use Gibson more in the pass game, but a lot of that is up to him as far as protection. And also, it's not just how you catch the ball. Same thing with Jared Patterson. Not just how you catch the ball. It's how you're running routes, being able to set guys up, and obviously in protection. I think the more Gibson can do that, the more versatile he and the offense becomes. Also saw him reach low on one throw from Kyle Allen to make a nice grab. Just a nice athletic catch. Kind of a subtle thing, but just a big thing. But I also saw him do that last summer as well. All right, let's see. Want to see more of Charles Leno Jr., but in the little I've watched him, he plays with a good, strong base. Helped him in one rush versus Young to stop the second-year defensive end. Sadiq Charles worked as a number two left tackle, and he definitely plays with some power. That's one thing Ron Rivera said they like about him. 
You saw that on one block versus a linebacker on a run play, just the way he got to the second level and the way he moved in inside. As I told you, I kept hearing more about him at guard this offseason. It's why I was pretty firm on that, and I still think that's where he'll be. But they've been working him a lot at tackle. That's also a position that we always knew he could play, um, but that they liked him more at guard. Well, they're working him a lot at tackle to see, and I think that's very, very smart. Leno's a free agent. What if Charles can develop there? Then you got your left tackle answer on, on your roster. And if he doesn't develop there, then you got a guy who you think can be really good inside. And then you either re-sign Leno or you find, maybe you draft a left tackle or get him some other way. Or maybe you move Cosme over there. But what they have are options on that line. I think that's a really, that's something they just haven't had this much of in a long time. Anyway, this is the time you want to get that look and see. And, you know, when you look at their line, you have Wes Schweitzer's working at left left guard. Eric Flowers, the number two left guard. So that's why they want to try Charles out there just to see what he can do. The depth to me right now looks outstanding. I think it'll be fun to see how Taylor Heineke, um, how he plays in the preseason. He certainly hasn't looked like someone whose bubble is about to burst or has burst. He can improvise too, which is good. So too can Ryan Fitzpatrick. And we saw today when he moved up to his right on one, on one play, and threw a kind of launched from a sidearm angle, a 10-yard completion. I forget the receiver, but the point is what Fitzpatrick was able to do on the play. I think it was to John Bates. Fitzpatrick's humor has been a big topic with guys, especially this week, and one, and it's one reason why guys love him. Logan Thomas told me he has a lot of dad jokes, and that's a podcast I'm going to play with Thomas in a week or two, so I think you'll enjoy that. Anyway, on uh, one, there was one run today where Fitzpatrick scrambled down the right side, and instead of just running out of bounds like any other quarterback would, he, he kind of jokingly put two arms around the ball and, and pretended to ram into Matt Ioannidis and just kind of drive him forward. Nothing big, but just kind of a funny thing, and it keeps guys loose. It's his leadership style, and it's why gra guys gravitate toward him. But I will say, when Young was asked about Fitzpatrick and, and just what he thinks of him, he obviously said some very good things about him, but he made but he made sure to mention his guy Heineke. Oh, and Heineke showed his ability to extend the play in the red zone as well, kind of moving out to his left, connecting with Antonio Gandy Golden, who came back for a ball on on the he was on the outside, kind of near the corner of the end zone. Um, just a nice a nice job by Heineke. That's what we saw him do throughout the the um, dur during his one game that he started, and then, and then the half game that he played against the week before, but it's what both quarterbacks can do. I think Heineke obviously can do it a little bit better, but Fitzpatrick offers that as well. And it's why I think that, you know, coaches like guys who can extend plays. They have guys who can do that. And Kyle Allen can do that as well. But those are the two right now that you see it a little bit more from at this point. Montez Sweat blew up one rush by how quick he got upfield against Cornelius Lucas. Sweat looks like sweat. That's pretty good. And one final note, receiver Curtis Samuel was not at practice today after tweaking his groin last week. No reason to rush him back in the spring, especially when you know he's going to play a big role for you this season. John Bosick and Jimmy Moreland were excused for personal reasons. Finally, I guess I said last note and I lied because here's the last thing. One thing Kendall Fuller talked about that I really like for this defense. It's the ability to switch coverages more often thanks to having guys like William Jackson III and Benjamin St. Juice longer corners who can play man coverage. They played more man toward the end of last season, Washington did, but they can switch up more depending on matchups. That, of course, is a good thing. They have that versatility.
Hey everyone, I want to tell you about a fun new offer from Monkey Knife Fight that can enhance any sports experience, whether you're at a game, on your couch, or in a bar. It's a daily fantasy sports league that is easy to play. You can sign up on monkeyknifefight.com using promo code JKR and play games such as More or Less, where an NBA player score more or less than a listed point total. You can do the same in baseball, where a pitcher have more or less strikeouts than a given amount, etc. It's fun, and every Friday it's Home Run Derby, bet on three guys who have home runs that night. All three hit one, you share in the prize pool. Every week you can participate in their Eagle Eye jackpot based on the PGA Tour. Choose from any sport, from NASCAR to UFC and League of Legends. And of course, once football rolls back around, there will be even more fun pop bets. This is daily sports betting designed for the average fan to use their knowledge and have some fun. Sign up now at monkeyknifefight.com and use promo code JKR. That's promo code JKR. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back on Wednesday with another quick post-practice update. Talk to you next time.